Hi, I'm Arlen Walker, and I am live from Pelham's Wasteland. Today, I want to talk about two things. One is my kind of plan or vision or hope for my kind of uh, position involvement with the larger online RPG community um, and to some degree with the, the sort of I don't know, almost the, the larger online community as a whole. And then I want to talk about what I have been playing recently because I haven't for a while. And um, yeah, I think it would be fun to, to give people a sort of overview of what I've been playing, assuming that you like that, which if you listen to this, you must, because that's a whole lot of the content here. So let's get started. So I, I have a couple of places where I'm involved in the online RPG community. Um, the big ones are here. Um, on the the live from Pelham's Wasteland podcast. I also have a live from Pelham's Wasteland YouTube channel that has almost nothing on it at present and no subscribers, but that's okay. That's, you know, you got to start somewhere. And then I have um, my drive-through RPG account, which is... Actually, I mean, I know drive-through RPG is a sort of storefront, but there's a lot of space for um, good reviews and overviews and, and content about um, games and stuff. And I have to decide if I want to write up things. And then finally, <coughs> excuse me, there's my involvement with Kevin Madison's Dungeon Musings uh, YouTube channel, which I um, nowadays play in his games pretty regularly. He's um, I got into his um, Astonishing Swordsman Sorcerers of Hyperborea game and Pathfinder game that were on weekends, and then he was nice enough to invite me for more stuff. And now I am I'm playing in his games pretty regularly. Um, which is really fun and and super nice of him. He's a really nice guy. Thanks, Kevin, for uh, letting me play games on in your. Let me play in your games because it's really fun. Um, anyway, so I have been thinking a lot about my kind of vision. What do I want from all of this involvement in the the. RPG sphere as a hobby and um, part of it is I really like um, buying and reading and analyzing and thinking about um, new RPGs and new games from drive through in particular um, in addition to getting to play them with friends and all that sort of stuff I have a habit of just browsing and, you know, trying to find 
something that sounds interesting and then I'll read through it. Um, and I really like doing that and, you know, it's expensive, but, uh, I used to read a whole lot of, um, novels and short stories and poetry and all that sort of stuff. And I still do honestly. Um, but I have kind of transitioned away from reading, quite as much of all of that into reading more um, RPG content now um, because at uh, a point in the not too distant past, I didn't play a lot of RPGs, um, but I'm really enjoying RPGs. It's really fun. It's really fun to get back into that after a sort of hiatus for a while. Um, and I'm having a blast with it. And anyway, um, my one of the things that I really want to do is to um, enlighten people about really cool uh, indie games, games that they've never heard of, all of that sort of stuff, really interesting mechanics, things that I think are neat. Um, so how do you do that? Um, seems to me that while you need an audience, and you need to do research, and then you need to create content that enlightens people. Um, and I've been sort of thinking about how how am I going to do that? Am I going to do that here on Anchor? Do I want to try to do that on YouTube? What do I want to do with um, that kind of vision? And I think I have an idea. I think... What I want to do is I want to, I did one kind of review overview on here on Anchor um, already, and that is the Mecha Hack, um, which I liked a whole lot. It is, is a really fun game. And what I want to do is do more like that, more of, I think I'm going to call them overviews, not reviews, because I'm going to stay away from talking about um, kind of positive and negative and talk more about the the kind of the facts of what how the game works how what the core mechanic is and how it seems to work to me um, unless I have played it, I think that's the thing. I think what I might do is say that, well, if I've played something, I'll do one overview where I talk about what is available and then one review where I talk about what I like and what I dislike. Um, that seems to me to be a good way because I really, I don't think that it is fair to talk about likes and dislikes without having actually played a game and probably played it a lot. It would be really, if I had, if I had more time and had players that I could convince to just play whatever, um, it would be really cool to be able to go, okay, tonight we're going to play this, this game that I found and just try it out. And who knows if it's going to be any good or not, but um, yeah. Anyway, where was I? Oh, yes. And then I have this YouTube channel um, with basically no content. But what I'm thinking is that it would be cool to 
try to, since I mostly play online on Roll20 anyway, why not anything, pretty much anything that I run, why not record it as a live actual play and just put it up there and that way if I play something that people, that anyone wants to see how it plays at the table, they can look at that on the YouTube channel. And between those two things, between having a podcast that tells people about these games and how they work, and then probably I think one of my ideas is that I could post on drive through reviews with links to the podcast to say, um, essentially, hey, if you're looking at this on drive through come check out my podcast and see my overview for what's in the the PDF of this game before you buy it. So, and then have uh, actual play content, hopefully, for stuff that I actually play. Um, I There's no way I'm going to be able to get a whole bunch of these. I mean, I'm going to be able to get some of them to the table, but who knows how much I'm going to actually be able to get to the table. Um, yeah. So that's... And then, um, hopefully, assuming that he um, invites me back, I was I was a little antagonistic with him on our Astonishing Swordsman and Sorcerers of Hyperborea episode today, but I, I, I think it's all good. I don't know. It seems like... Uh, Kevin. Kevin's a really good guy, and... Um, has been a, a quality friend. Uh, I don't have a ton of just online friends, but I've made some and they're all really cool people. And yeah, a lot of them come from playing in these RPGs and um, that's really neat. Anyway, all of that aside, I, um, I hope to continue to play in the dungeon, some, you know, various dungeon musings, RPGs and get to keep doing that. Um, and that will also satisfy my, uh, urges as a player to, to at least some degree. I need to run more. I really, I really do want to be regularly running, interesting things and um i'm not sure what the best way to do that is um to to like regularly run just weird shit to to put together a group that's what i really want aside from all the stuff on anchor and youtube and that is um put together a group of people who will be down with me saying hey guys we're going to run this game that you've never heard of, here's how it works. And they'll say, hell yeah, let's, let's play. Let's, let's do it. Um, that, that is what I want. Um, so if you are down to play whatever, or, um, want to try out new games or, um, want to be involved in some actual plays, let me know. Um, I've had a, uh, Overall, really a, a remarkably positive experience meeting people online with regard to RPGs. Um, 
So yeah, if you're listening to this and you want to try out some of the games that I talk about on the podcast, uh, send me a message on Anchor or shoot me an email or um, hit me up on Twitter. I am cows from Powis. Cows as in C-O-W-S from F-R-O-M Powis. P-O-W-Y-S, and I will put a link in the, the description. I'll start doing that regularly, put Twitter, cows from Powis. Um, but yeah, hit me up if you want to play something weird. Okay, I think that's everything. I think that's my um, what I want, what my plans are, what the, the sort of roadmap to the future is is going to look like. And now I am going to talk about some of the games that I have been playing in recently. So stay tuned. So games I have been playing in, I got to play in three different Dungeon Musings sessions this week. One on Wednesday, one on Friday night, and one on Saturday morning. And they were all really fun. Um, two of them, the Wednesday evening and the Friday evening sessions, were using the TSR Marvel Superheroes phase rip system. And then the Saturday morning one was our regular Astonishing Swordsmen and Sorcerers of Hyperborea game. So I'm going to tell you about all three. So in the Marvel Superheroes Phase Rip game, we are playing MCU-ified versions of the Alpha Flight, which is um, a Canadian superhero team um, that I knew absolutely nothing about, but I am learning fast. Um our first session, we had um, basically the um, creator, the, the sort of the man behind this special suit that manipulates Earth's magnetic field to the idea was originally to move subterranean but then also it turns out it is able to fly and shoot these concussive blasts and do some other um, really cool things using different manipulations of the field. His fiance, who is also behind the project, one of his friends who is also a scientist on it, and a um, another friend who is um, more of a, a a fighter than a scientist, but he's a, a hard worker and a good dude. That's Puck. Um, and Puck was my character for the first session. Um, and what happened? Well, I'm going to try to not spoil it because it was there was some really exciting stuff that went on. But basically what happened is that well, I guess I kind of have to spoil it if I'm going to talk about the second session. So um, if you are, haven't watched it yet, go watch it. It's really cool. Um, have you haven't watched it? Good. Okay, now that you're back, I can tell you 
I mean, you've seen it, but let me remind you of what happens. So basically, we've got the four characters. They are working on this special suit for Roxxon, this like oil company that's big and bad. And um, boss comes, and it's testing day, and they test it out. And there's a bit of hijinks with the suit. And um, it's not perfect, but it ends up working out. Uh, boss leaves. They're all celebrating. And then there is some idea to um, have the Big Bad Corporation give this suit to S.H.I.E.L.D., which, if you remember, is infiltrated full of Hydra, because this is before Captain America Civil War. Um and then a sort of special forces security SWAT, you know, basically um, unofficial soldier types come to try to take it and end up uh, shooting Roger Box and putting him in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. They didn't hurt. Um, Heather McNeil, I think is her name, the the fiance. Uh, Puck ended up beating two of them into unconsciousness, which was great. Um, and then James, the the sort of man behind the project, gets to the suit and tries to use the manipulation of the Earth's field to basically teleport and teleported himself off into the cold vacuum of space. And it was great. It was super fun. Oh, man. We um, we didn't actually roll that much. And I think that's part of it, is that what we had was a fairly script-heavy session with a lot of opportunities for role-playing and some opportunities for rolling dice. Um, and it was, a, it was just a really fun session. Um, it was really good. So then, skip forward to Friday. Um, I thought we were going to play the Ash Rat in the Walls adventure, but no, we play more Marvel superheroes. Uh, this time, three years later, um, and my kind of main character is now included in the... Um, the proceedings and he is Dr. Walter Lankowski or the Sasquatch who is um, sort of like the Hulk if the Hulk was instead of giant and hairless and green was big this big hairy kind of reddish orange furred monster sasquatchy looking thing um and walt has complete control over him and walt is not scrawny bruce banner he is an ex nfl football star um in addition to being a physics scientist which i'm i'm not even sure how you could both be in the nfl and be busy getting your phd but 
never mind that it's uh, superhero comics. Um, anyway, um, and we we decided that he plays for the Houston Texans or played for the Houston Texans, um, which is fun because I don't know. It turns out I actually do know a number of NFL teams when I thought about it, um, but I couldn't think of any others off the top of my head. So anyway, Heather, I, I hope that's her name. I, I'm going to feel really bad if I'm calling her something wrong, has been in charge of making the new suit for Section H, which is like Canada's version of S.H.I.E.L.D., except not full of Hydra. Um. And this new suit is a lot less Ironmonger and a lot more Iron Man. And um, she builds the suit. And then there's a couple of other characters. There's um, Jean-Pierre, who's uh, a naturally – he's a, a super speed flyer, um, among other things, and an ex-Olympic uh, skier, I think. I think skier. There's Walt. There's still Puck, who is, you know, a little bit overshadowed by the big boys now, but that's okay. Um, and then there is Shaman and Shaman's adopted daughter, um, who we haven't seen in action, but who are a part of, well, Shaman's adopted daughter is not yet a part of Section H, but she is going to be. Um, and Shaman is. Anyway, in the session, we role-played out basically the the aftermath of what happened last time. Joining up with Section H, we did a little flashback to um, Walt Lankowski going through the, the first transformation sequence. Um, we saw Shaman for the first time. We saw him talk to his adopted daughter. Um, try to convince her to join section H end up deciding that he couldn't push that on her. Um, and so let her go off and do her thing. And it turns out that our evil boss from the first section became the public relations, public liaison for alpha flight. Um, presumably because he, knew all of us knew about the suit and all of that sort of stuff and um then we had a really just emotionally scarring um sequence where my character playing as puck had to role play out um telling heather that um her fiance when he went, when he left the main group and went and was in the the kind of barn with the suit when the soldiers attacked, uh, that he was going to find a makeshift ring to propose, uh, which was brutal. Man, it uh, really felt felt uh, you know. It's a serious gut punch. I mean, obviously in real life, awful to try to tell somebody that. Um, and in this, it was pretty bad. Um, but super fun. Oh, man. Makes you feel things. RPGs. So good. Anyway. 
Roger Box, who's in a wheelchair, is uh, just, you know, completely shaken by the the evil boss coming back. Walt Lankowski is um, cool and calm and, you know, he's the, the biggest, baddest motherfucker around um, if he wants to be. And uh, basically crushed his hand in a handshake, and that was super great to do. That you know, it's a lot of fun. Um, something minor, but uh, just a a fortuitous moment of being able to use the rules for differential successes and differential power ratings to um, role play out. Um, Basically, we role-played it out as a kind of grapple attack um, for me as Walt Lankowski crushing the the new bad public liaison guy's hand um, in a handshake. Um, minor event, but super fun. And then we found out that there. this is about a year after the events of the Avengers – and then we found out that there were um, weird, oversized Chichari alien creatures attacking a ship in the Gulf of St. Lawrence, um, one of the seas around Canada. Um, I'm sorry, Kevin, my knowledge of Canadian ge geography is limited at best. Um, Anyway, so we flew out there, um, Heather in the Vindicator suit, carrying me as Walt Lankowski, flying out there, um, basically dropped me on and me transforming into the nine-foot-tall Sasquatch and just landing, tossing one of them overboard immediately. And then I, of course, being totally in control – felt like why not a shout i'm dr lankowski and i'm here to help to the 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 um stricken boat crew um and then we had to cut before we could fully resolve the fight but um it, another super fun session um it was just a, a great lots of heavy role playing lots of fun even more fun than the first one i think and that that may be because I was playing the the character that I wanted to, that I had more fun. Um, but yeah, it was, it was just a really great session. And I, if for some reason you are listening to this podcast and you haven't seen it on YouTube, go check it out on the, the dungeon musings YouTube channel. Um, Cause it's a, it's a really just a, you know, top tier fun superhero session. So that's two of the things. I'm going to take a pause right here, go drink some water, blow my nose because I can feel that it's all stopped up and I probably sound awful. And then I'm going to come back and talk about the Astonishing Swordsmen and Sorcerers of Hyperborea game that we played Saturday morning earlier today. So the third game that I played this week was the one that I played this morning, the 10th session of Astonishing Swordsmen and Sorcerers of Hyperborea. 
was it? Yeah, Reavers of Tula, episode 10. Um, and it was the Siege of Iron Fang Keep, um, or the, the continuation of the Siege of Iron Fang Keep, or the uh, Assault on Iron Fang Keep, or whatever you want to call it. Basically, last time we made the approach to the keep, and then this session we played out the actual assault on the keep and um i was telling i was telling kevin i calculated out i think in ash rounds are 10 seconds long and i think we played six rounds of combat so in the span of three hours of gameplay we played basically one minute of absolutely frenetic um action and just ridiculous violence um attacking this uh ruined fortress full of degenerate beastmen um and it was oh it was brutal super super fun um part of why it was brutal is that um Kevin the dungeon master kept rolling really 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 well over and over again he'd roll crits and 18s and 19s and just over and over good hits and it was brutal and roll 20 was um not uh rolling nearly as well for all of the players and so we had this um, imbalance for a little while until finally the roles started to change and we were able to make some headway. Um, my character, Jason the Berserker, um, normally has 35 hit points. When he is raging, he gets eight temporary hit points, so 43 total from the pool. Um, is currently down at minus one hit point, still fighting because he's a berserker and berserkers can fight to as low as minus three. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, an absolute ass kicking on both sides. We lost, we only really lost one Wimmick um, and we, we still haven't had a player death yet. Um, hopefully that continues. So... Yeah, um, what we did was we basically uh, had a, a three-pronged assault. Um, Kane, the fighter, was enlarged by Reagan and supported by Amar and the Wimmick, and they went over the breach in the wall. Jason went alone over the wall in one section, and then Prada and Mallow Black and Iphigenia Acontadoras went over the wall in another area to try to get to the Wimmick. Um, Jason ended up kind of taking up a position at a choke point and um, successfully choked off two, one, one small beastman, one large beastman, and two war bears. Um, and was involved in 
fighting them for basically the whole time and got his ass kicked and then eventually was able to kill off um, most of them. Um, basically because we we fought and fought and it kind of ground down to a standstill until we had one great turn where we killed a bunch of beastmen um, and they uh, had to morale check and they failed. And the the beastmen ran. the The war bears did not run. The war bear still decided that it wanted to eat me. Um, but luckily, Preda, um, my uh, Jason Hobbs's character, was able to um, deflect one hit from the bear that was going to hit me. And then when the bear turned to attack Preda, I was able to use all three of my attacks two handed to just cleave away at it and cut it down in a, a flurry of blood and gore. Um, so we won, we won the battle of iron fan keep. It was amazing. It was this huge, brutal combat session. Um, and it was a ton of fun. Um, it was, it was really, uh, a great session. I encourage you to go watch it on the dungeon musings YouTube channel. If you like, um, great big RPG fights because it was a great big RPG fight that was brutal. Everybody was swearing up a storm because our fucking dice rolls were so bad and Kevin's were so good. Um, but it was great fun. It's a, it's a great campaign with a great group of guys. Um, really it's the, that Ash game is top tier. Um, super, super fun. Yeah. I don't have a lot more to say about it. Um, I enjoyed it a whole bunch. Um, I am really glad that Yasin is still alive. Oh, that's what happened at the end. So then, at the end, coming out of Rage, once all the enemies are dead and gone, Yasin has to make a 1 in 8 test on, on a 1. So on a D8, if he rolls a 1, he starts attacking his allies. And guess what? I rolled a 1 on a D8. So that's where we left off the session with Yasin finishing off that bear and then just covered in blood and gore and barely able to stand. He's at minus one hit point. He shouldn't by rights, shouldn't be able to even stand up at this point. Um, turning towards the squishy members of the party and uh, getting ready to attack them. So that'll be fun. Um, and by that, I mean, I'm really hoping that Amar, the monk, Will Arnold's character can um, basically punch me in the head and knock me out. And then my buddies can come and uh, rescue me from negative HP, um, in which case that'll be uh, that'll be good. Hopefully, Yasin will survive. Yeah. Uh, it's great fun. It's, it's just, like I said, it's a, a top-tier game. It's super fun. Um, and I am going to do an overview and review of Astonishing Swordsman and Sorcerers of Hyperborea at some point. So that hopefully anybody who is interested in finding out what the book contains can um, 
come and see what I think. Okay, I think we're ready for the outro. So let's get to that. So thank you for listening. Um, I had a lot of fun recording this episode. Um, I hope to record, I think I'm going to try to record another episode this evening, um, do a an overview of something. I'm not sure what I'm going to do an overview of, but I have a couple of ideas. And yeah. Um, hopefully you liked it. Hopefully you come back for more. Um, if you want to get in contact with me, uh, hit me up. Send me a voice message on Anchor or hit me up on Twitter at Cows from Powis. Um, I have been Arlen Walker, and I've been live from Pelham's Wasteland. See you next time.